Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Hello, and welcome to the second podcast of a new podcast series, Investing. Last time we talked about some of the basics of investing, what a stock is, what a bond is, how you can invest, invest in a mutual fund, what that is. There's also something that's called an exchange-traded fund. It is just like a mutual fund. The exception is that it trades like a stock. A stock, you trade from 9.30 to 4 p.m. generally uh, on a stock exchange. An exchange is where you can buy and sell stocks. It's only open certain hours. There's many different exchanges. There's the NASDAQ and the New York Stock Exchange, mainly in the U.S. There are some overseas. We'll stick with that for now. If you wanted to buy or sell a stock, you can do instantly, for the most part, on a stock's exchange when it's open. A mutual fund, you can only buy, you can buy it throughout the day, but it's only priced at the end of the day, meaning at 4 p.m., you don't know what the price it is that you buy the mutual fund for. You know what it was yesterday or the business day before, but the price you get when you buy or sell it, you won't know until the next day because it happens at 4 p.m. An exchange-traded fund is just like a mutual fund, except it trades like a stock. So you can buy and sell it on an exchange, and when you buy and sell it, you know the price you get that moment when you buy or sell it. So I wanted to add that in there. That's another way. It's just like a mutual fund. It's a big basket of stocks and investments. So let's talk about the difference between saving and investing. Saving is amassing money. Investing is making it multiply. Two big differences. Time and the type of account you use for your money. Saving is what you do with your money when you're going to use it to pay for some short-term goals. Maybe a vacation or a car or a new roof, something in the next few years. It belongs in an account that's liquid, meaning you have access to to it right away. It's easily accessible and it's safe. We don't want it to fluctuate over that time period because you're going to need it soon. The last thing we want is you to have the money you need in the next year or two in a stock or an investment that is subject to volatility. It's going to go up or down because if it's down, you're going to have less than you had before when you need it. It could be in a CD or a high yield savings account or a money market account that pays a little bit of interest, but it's not going to fluctuate. The main purpose of your savings is to make sure it's there and not subject to volatility risk, but also pay a little bit of interest. Investing is what you do with your money that's earmarked for a long term, most commonly is retirement. With a long time horizon, you can make it grow. Rather than liquidity, you make it a priority in the next few years. So you may say, well, what's wrong with playing it safe with all your retirement money and keep it in cash? I way I know I'm not going to lose anything. Well, you actually do lose if you keep it in cash. You're losing purchasing power. Every 20 years or so, prices double, and that's due to inflation. You may be aware, you may have heard recently inflation was 6, 7, 8, 9%. Well, that means that's everything you buy is more expensive by 6, 7, 8, 9%. If you keep it in cash, it doesn't grow, but the prices do grow, so you're losing money. So your $1,000 today may buy 10 items, but in 20 years, keep it in cash, you can only buy five of the same items. That is inflation. So over time, inflation erodes your purchasing power. It's incredibly, especially strong when inflation is high, but when inflation is two or 3%, 
it still could be significant. So if inflation were to go down to 2 to 3%, well, interest rates are probably going to be lower. So you're not going to be getting that 3, 4, 5% you may see today. You may instead get 0.51 or 1.5. So it's still not keeping up with inflation if you are just saving it. So you may think, well, what do I do? There's a scary place called the stock market. Should I invest in the stock market? Well, historic rates of return for major asset classes. Asset classes are different types of assets. An asset is, asset is a thing. It's a house, an investment. But when we're talking about investments, it could be more specific, smaller companies, large-sized companies, international companies, mid-sized companies. You'll get the biggest bang for your buck historically if you do invest in the stock market. The stock market's average rate of return before inflation is about 10%. That's much more than what you're getting in the bank over time. And again, remember, investing is for the long term, not the short term. But many people think it's too risky or they don't know how to invest their money. It's a valid concern. It carries the risk of losing your money. Unlikely if it's for the long term, because historically the stock market has always gone up. And I know past performance is no guarantee of future performance. And if you're investing in the stock market and not taking risky bets by investing in smaller companies that just came about or these junk, you're not going to lose your money. No guarantee. I have to say that. But you're not going to lose your money. Having a diverse portfolio, investing in different types of companies across the board will help ensure that your nest egg isn't subject to as much volatility as you'd like. Stay tuned for the next podcast in this podcast series of investing. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.